flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's a Big 12 Friday on the John Moore Show. Five seconds to go. Flagler back to Akinjo. Two seconds at the buzzer. It is no good. Front iron. Tech wins over the Bears. You know, not a bad shot, really. Little head and shoulder fake by Akinjo. Got a decent look. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Five, left wing, Flagler driving, throws it out to Akinjo. He's got to shoot it up, desperation, he missed it! Winner, winner, winner! Down goes number one! win it. The Bears have been trapped in their own house and their 21 game win streak is done. Inbounds comes to an open Melissa Smith for three. It is no good. Rebounded by Robinson and that will do it. Oklahoma 83, Baylor 77. The final score in this one. Look at this weekend's matchups in the Big 12 Conference from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome John Morris Show on a Friday, Big 12 Friday, as we switch to uh, Big 12 Friday basketball style. I like cuts in the open, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. The uh, the loss to Texas Tech on Tuesday. I like cut courtesy of the uh, Texas Tech Sports Network from Learfield. That's Jeff Haxton crowing with the win <laughs> <laughs> over uh, over the Bears on Tuesday. But uh, no fault. I find no fault in that whatsoever. It's a big win for Texas Tech, and that's a you know that's a uh, compliment to Baylor that it is such a big win for the Red Raiders. Yeah, you know, you know, you've made it when the opposing announcers react like that to to their team beating you. You know, and we'll see what happens in Tech. When That's they, right. In Lubbock, when they go to there is a return to, trip to, to Lubbock. Exactly that right. is right. That's right. I like head courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Derek Smith with the call. End of the game on Wednesday. The Baylor women falling to Oklahoma, eighty three seventy seven. Saw a couple of the uh, women's coaches when I was over at the Farrell Center earlier, and said to both of them. Uh, separately, different times, said, man, y'all need a home game. <laughs> and he said, oh, do we ever. But they are on the road again, headed to Kansas to play KU on Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock. Kansas coming off a win over Texas. So no gimmies in this league, men's or women's. And the two preseason favorites coming in, yeah, Texas yeah. and Baylor, both struggling to start, start conference play. I think they'll both get it turned around, but, you know, both of them with – um, no, I don't think anyone expected them to, you know, to st- both start off with two losses. Right. You know? No, nobody expected that. So uh, that's the weekend ahead. Uh, Big 12 basketball-wise, we'll uh, talk more in depth about Baylor's opponent, Oklahoma State. Dave Hunziker will join us, the traveling man, Dave, the voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. 
So I'm sure he'll have the number, and I saw it in passing, Aaron, but Oklahoma State basketball, they left Stillwater on Monday, went to Morgantown, lost to West Virginia by 10. Morgantown left there either that night or the next morning and went to Lubbock and played uh, Tech on Thursday. Uh, that game was last night, mm-hmm. and Tech won that game. Uh, 78-57 to 57 was the final score over Oklahoma State. And then either last night or this morning, Oklahoma State team flew to Waco, and they'll play Baylor coming up tomorrow. And it's something like 30 – and then they'll go back to Stillwater after the game on Saturday, but it's like 3,600 miles over the course of this week for uh, Oklahoma State basketball. Yeah, and just a brutal stretch for them as far yeah. as who they're playing, too. Yeah. I, if I was Oklahoma State coach, I'd be calling the Big 12 office and be well, like, hey, what's – Yeah, what, but what, one's what a makeup. So it no, wasn't know, originally – Yeah, it wasn't originally this bad. And, and the, and the uh, Baylor women's team is going to go through a similar situation, right. you know, yeah. coming up next month. So. Yeah, in February. Yeah. So, uh, with these makeup games, sometimes that's what you get, and it is just a brutal schedule this week. I compared it to, uh, I, I was wondering, it's kind of like an NBA schedule, you know, three games in five days uh, for Oklahoma State in three different cities, none of those at home. I thought, hmm, I wonder what the schedule's like for the Oklahoma City Thunder this week. So, I checked theirs, and they played uh, the Washington Wizards on Tuesday in Washington, they played the Brooklyn Nets on Thursday, so two road games back-to-back, short travel between those two, and they play again on Saturday, so the same three games in five days, but for the Thunder, it's back home against, I can't remember who it's against on Saturday, but it, this the Oklahoma State stretch this week is actually tougher than the Oklahoma City Thunder because it's three games in five days, all three on the road. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird Kind of scheduling quirk that both folks. I know. <laughs> that, that <laughs> I know it is. Both um, both teams uh, play uh, three games in in less than a week, uh, but like you said, Oklahoma State at least. Uh, excuse me, the Thunder at least get one at home. <laughs> at Oklahoma home. State on the road for all three of theirs. Exactly, and uh, it's a rough week for Tech too. We've talked about that a lot. Played in Waco on Tuesday, won that game, went home, played at home on Thursday, beat uh, Oklahoma State last night. And then they go to Manhattan to play at K State on Saturday, an 11 a.m. game. So they got to get up and get going. Uh, they may be there already in Manhattan. So it's again a tough week for both those with three games this week. Texas Tech handle it pretty well, though. I would say so. <laughs> yeah, I would say you know on the roll that they're on right now, they they say, hey, keep them coming. We'll play a game every other yeah, day. Yeah, I don't think no they want to take any, any no. time off. Be <laughs> Kansas, Baylor, and Oklahoma State back to back. That's a that's a pretty incredible run right there. Let's see what's next. After uh, after Saturday for Texas Tech, they play at Kansas State, and then they are home on Tuesday, home for their next two, home against Iowa State and home against West Virginia. So two straight home games. They'll be home for two go- home games next week. Um, for, uh, for Oklahoma State, as they continue, uh, they finally get a home game uh, as they'll be home against – TCU on Wednesday, then they go right back out on the road at Texas Saturday week, and then Iowa State at home on the 26th. So, tough stretch, uh, again, for these teams that are facing these makeup games, you know, rescheduled games postponed due to COVID. 
All right, uh, we'll visit with Dave Hunziker, the voice of the Cowboys, coming up in a bit. See how he likes the NBA life and welcome him. Ask him if he knows what city he's in. <laughs> hey, where are you right now? What city are you in, Dave? Visit with him coming up in a bit. Uh, also, I uh, want to mention uh, Baylor Tennis. Remember, we had Michael Woodson on with us yesterday on tape, the recorded interview with Michael Woodson. And we said at the time, uh, scheduled to open the spring portion of their schedule this weekend, a doubleheader on Saturday, Louisiana at noon and Abilene Christian at 6. Well, lo and behold, got the official word yesterday about 5 o'clock. Those two matches have been postponed, and their Monday match against SMU has been postponed as well. So uh, health and safety protocols have forced the postponement of three Baylor uh, men's tennis matches that were scheduled uh, two Saturday, one Monday to open the spring schedule. The women's matches are still on. They're in Las Vegas. They'll play out there against uh, BYU, Arizona, and Illinois. And track and field is running this weekend. They are at the Corky Classic, the indoor meet out in Lubbock. That will go on as scheduled in Lubbock uh, all day tomorrow. It is the uh, first meet for new Baylor Track and field coach Michael Ford. Michael uh, was asked, uh, how do you feel going into uh, really your first meet as a head coach? Yeah, I'm very excited. I think uh, one of the big things that we were looking into were uh, the team has actually been really good. The fall training was probably one of our better falls um, in a while. I think, honestly, the weather helped. Um, we didn't have as many injuries, and so now it's just it's go time and seeing – I think that first meet, kind of getting the rust off, and um, me as a head coach now, I'm being, I guess, paying attention to everything now, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. Michael Ford, new head coach for Baylor Track and Field, opening the indoor schedule tomorrow in Lubbock, the Corky Classic out there. It's named after Corky Oglesby, the longtime uh, former track and field coach, a contemporary of Coach Hart and Coach Harbor, really. Corky Oglesby coached for a long time uh, out in Lubbock. All right, we're off and running on this Friday afternoon. We're glad you're with us. We'll visit with Dave Hunziker, the voice of the Cowboys, coming up in just a bit. Take a break and be right back. Check weather. Uh, Aaron, warm today, not so warm tomorrow. Things are changing weather-wise. <laughs> we'll check that and have more and be back in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. A wind advisory overnight and throughout the day on Saturday, as we'll see mostly cloudy skies and very windy conditions. 35 for the low tonight. Sunshine, very windy tomorrow, 44. But with our strong winds, it'll feel like the 20s for most of the day. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Hurts in the gun. Goddard sets up right. Only heard here. Back to throw. Checked out. Over the middle. Intercepted by Diggs. All season. Right sideline. 30. Diggs 20. Diggs house. Sunday afternoon. It's your Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the 49ers Sunday afternoon at 2.30 on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Houston Texan fired David Culley yesterday, a move that came four days after Houston wrapped a 4-13 and campaign in his first season as head coach. Cowboys have taken Will McClay off the GM market by giving him a new deal to stay in Dallas as the vice president of player personnel. The NFL playoffs get underway tomorrow with Cincinnati and Las Vegas, followed by New England and Buffalo. The Cowboys host the 49ers on Sunday at 3.30, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Number 19, Texas Tech continues its run through the Big 12, beating Oklahoma State 78-57. The Cowboys will be in Waco tomorrow afternoon to take on number one Baylor. Four o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women will be on the road Sunday looking for their first conference win, taking on Kansas with a two o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. There it is, the Rob Sellers funky bump of the day on this Friday. Rob, Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, an underrated song by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Can't Let Go is the name of the song. And there you go, the Rob Sellers funky bump of the day. I told you, uh, Aaron, (laughs) a while back I told you I had that song in my mind and couldn't get it out of my mind when we were, um, uh, when we moved into this rent house and we had to, we had to downsize, you know, and closet wise and things like that had to downsize. And the song kept going through my mind. Can't let go. Can't let go. You got to let go. Can't let go. <laughs> so uh, I tried. I didn't do very well at uh, letting go of some things. I, I, I get it. It's weird how, uh, you know, you think of songs or you'll hear a song. Yeah. When you're going through something like that. Right. Like it. 
I remember I moved, uh, this was about 10 years ago. I moved to Dallas for a couple of months. I had a job supposed to. For two months, that's it? Well, no, I ended up not getting the job that yeah. I moved there for. Yeah. Um, long story. But um, so as I, I'm packed up all my stuff to come back, and as I'm coming home, like one of the first songs to come on the radio as I'm flipping through the dials is you, Who Says You Can't Go Home by oh, Bon Jovi. Really? Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's pretty, that's, that's got to be a sign. That's great. So back to Waco I came and uh, been here ever, been back ever since. Yeah, I, di- I didn't like it, but I, if I had had the job, I would have stuck it out because mm-hmm. it was a pretty good job. It was a bartending job. Okay. Um, but it worked out. I think the place closed like a year later. Oh, really? Yeah, but it was a guy that owned... He owned a uh, Mexican restaurant and an Italian restaurant, and the Mexican restaurant was also a tequileria, mm-hmm. I think it's called. Okay. Um, and that's where I was supposed to work. He was the owner, but he had a general manager who basically, you know, made the hiring decisions, even though I interviewed with the owner. Yeah. And he said, okay. And then he was like, well, no, I have uh, – the GM has already filled that job, but, oh, you know, I can, pr- I can put you on – you know, like starting tomorrow as a server at my Italian restaurant, which is a high Italian restaurant. Yeah. I could have made good money, but I was like, I'm not a server. I've never done that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not very coordinated as far as I know they have a lot the push trays now. But, you know, yeah. as far as bringing stuff back and forth to tables, probably not, you know, my uh, <laughs> sweet spot as far as things I'm good at. So That's anyway, you interested. Long story short, I ended up back in Waco. There and you go. It's, uh, it's worked out. All right, you can go home. Yeah, absolutely. John Bon Jovi's right. <laughs> hey, mentioning uh, postponements, cancellations, reschedules, um, got the word yesterday that the Waco Chamber of Commerce first pitch luncheon scheduled for next Thursday has been not postponed but canceled. Uh, I hate that, too. They had things lined up with uh, – you know, Glenn Moore and Steve Rodriguez and Chris Berry and Mitch Thompson, and they had Sean Tolleson coming in as their guest speaker. Would have been next Thursday, the 20th, but the chamber board met and decided, you know, with these, under these conditions right now, maybe it wasn't the best idea to bring 500 people together in one room. So can't argue with that. Uh, Olivia gave me a call yesterday from the chamber and uh, said that it had been canceled. They talked about postponing it for a week or two and then maybe hosting the uh, luncheon. Uh, much in, much anticipated by a lot of people. You know, the chamber does such a great job with the kickoff luncheon, the tip-off luncheon, and then this one, the first pitch luncheon, heading into baseball and softball seasons. But uh, it's not going to happen this year. So that has been canceled uh, by the uh, Waco Chamber uh, due to health and safety protocols. Yeah, those are always always a good time and, yeah. and informative. You know, whether mm-hmm. like you said, you uh, whether it's a tip off luncheon or first pitch luncheon, um, that those are always good. So that is kind of that is sad to hear. But I know I hate that. You understand why, right? I mean, that's true. Can't argue with that. No. Can't argue with the decision one bit. All right, uh, we mentioned uh, Big 12 basketball in Baylor and Oklahoma State. Bears and Cowboys tomorrow at 4 in the Farrell Center. Also tomorrow on the men's side, 19th-ranked Tech at Kansas State, 11 a.m. It's on ESPN2. 1 o'clock on CBS, the CBS treatment for West Virginia at number 9, Kansas. 1 o'clock also on Big 12 now, 21st-ranked Texas at number 15, Iowa State. And then uh, 3 o'clock, it's Oklahoma at TCU. Uh, That's on ESPN2 tomorrow. 
And then our game, the last game on the schedule uh, tomorrow, 4 o'clock, here on ESPN Central Texas, television on ESPN, Oklahoma State at number one Baylor. So that's the Big 12 schedule of games for tomorrow. Big 12 with five of their 10 teams ranked in the top 25 this week, two others receiving votes. So uh, tough games, really unpredictable games each and every game. All right, uh, for Baylor, it'll be tough against Oklahoma State. Cowboys come in. Are they road-weary, or uh, will they be rejuvenated, getting a shot at the number one team in the nation? Let's ask the uh, outstanding voice of the Cowboys, Dave Hunziker, who joins us next. Take a break and be right back. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios. Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, January 20th, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and men's head coach Scott Drew. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. From Rudy's on the circle in management, with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Stop by the Brothers Management Leasing Office at 400 LaSalle Avenue or go to Brothers Management is proud to serve the students of Baylor University. With apartments such as the Center, West Campus Lofts, Heritage Quarters, and the Arbors, you can guarantee that your college living experience will be comfortable and memorable. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Brothers Management is proud to serve the students of Baylor University. With apartments such as the Center, West Campus Lofts, Heritage Quarters, and the Arbors, you can guarantee that your college living experience will be comfortable and memorable. Brothers Management also offers the market's largest inventory of houses and duplexes. Brothers' unsurpassed attention to the individual is their hallmark. Stop by the Brothers Management Leasing Office at 400 LaSalle Avenue or go to brothersmanagement.com to check out your future home today. Leasing made easy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Houston Texan fired David Culley yesterday, a move that came four days after Houston wrapped a 4-13 and campaign in his first season as head coach. Cowboys have taken Will McClay off the GM market by giving him a new deal to stay in Dallas as the vice president of player personnel. The NFL playoffs get underway tomorrow with Cincinnati and Las Vegas, followed by New England and Buffalo. The Cowboys host the 49ers on Sunday at 3.30, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Number 19, Texas Tech continues its run through the Big 12, beating Oklahoma State 78-57. The Cowboys will be in Waco tomorrow afternoon to take on number one Baylor. Four o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women will be on the road Sunday looking for their first conference win, taking on Kansas with a two o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. 
Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. So how do you manage the next, that's not even 48 hours, so so how do you, I mean, you're in this weird, off-the-wall three games in five days, and just came here and played the hottest team in the country, followed by the team that was the hottest team in the country until this team beat them Tuesday night. So so how do you manage all of this in these very unique circumstances? Well, first is get these guys back and get them off their feet, try to get them some food and some rest, and then come back tomorrow and put a good game plan together. You know, as coaches, that's our job is to put a game plan together that will put our team in position to go out there and execute. Now, Back to the voice of the national championship, Baylor Bears, John Morris. As Mike Boynton, the Oklahoma State head basketball coach, courtesy of the Cowboys Sports Network from Learfield, post-game last night, Cowboys dropped a 78-57 decision to Tech in Lubbock, now in Waco to play the Bears coming up tomorrow afternoon. The question from the voice of the Pokes, that is Dave Hunziker, who joins us now. Dave, good afternoon to you. Uh, do you know what city you're in right now? Yeah, but I don't know what day it is. So <laughs> it That's depends. fair. <laughs> yeah, one day you might remember where you're at, and the next day you might remember what day it is. But seldom do you know wit both. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can see that. What so a week. I know where I'm at, but I don't know what day it is. <laughs> what a week for you guys. Unbelievable. I guess you left uh, Stillwater on Monday, and you'll go back home tomorrow. Yeah. They have a parade for us. And <laughs> yeah. No matter what happens in the game, I have a parade because they thought we had just gone away and we were never coming back. Oh. So, yeah, it, it's been unique. And, of course, what happened was – the Texas Tech game scheduled for New Year's Day had right. to be moved because of the COVID issues with our program. And so it's kind of where we live right now with no pad time on the back end of the schedule, as was the case last year. So it's got to jam in when you can. Yeah, and that's a good point. They, the conference built in a week last year for makeups, yes. which we all needed, uh, you know, it turned out and we all used last year, but that's not available this year. So you get situations like this. You guys, three games in five days and all three on the road. Yeah, it's, it's sort of just what happens. And, you know, people ask, well, did you have any say in it? And no, you, you really didn't. I mean, they're just trying to figure out how to make these games work. You know, Texas Tech is in – a comparable situation, yeah. not quite the same. They have three and five days. They came to your place Tuesday, played us last night at home in Lubbock, and then they play K-State at 11 a.m. tomorrow. So it's not been easy for them either. Yeah. I was curious, Dave. Uh, it's kind of like an NBA schedule for you guys this week. So I said, huh, wonder what the Oklahoma City Thunder are doing this week. And they, they are playing three games in five days, but their third game is uh, back home in Oklahoma City. So you've, you've got a tougher schedule, really, with three road games than they do. Well, then there you go. <laughs> so, that's what you need to know. NBA no life. Back-to-back, though, thank goodness. No yeah. back-to-backs. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, thank goodness for that. Our women have a stretch uh, with some makeups in February where they'll have four games in eight days. So they're going to have uh, – probably everybody over the course of the year is going to have some kind of stretch like this. Most likely. Uh, you know, no one is probably going to – get out of this completely unscathed and even if you are fortunate from the COVID standpoint you're also involved in whatever circumstances your opponents have 
So, you know, it's, you just kind of have to saddle up, so to speak, and, 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 you know, take it as it comes because you really only have limited control. You can control yourself to an extent, right? Right, right. You really can't control what happens to other people. Exactly. And, you know, the way things are right now, I'm not sure how much anybody has control over any of it. It's just sort of where we are. Wow. Uh, I, it sounds like y'all ran into a pretty raucous crowd in Lubbock last night. Yeah, we did. I mean, they're pretty fired up after what happened here Tuesday night. Sure. You know, they jumped out 10 nothing, and for Oklahoma State's, to Oklahoma State's credit, and they came back and tied the game at 21 and, you know, had a little surge and never got the lead. And then Tech closed out the first half with a 21-5 to run. Cowboys had, you know, some turnovers in that stretch. You know, Tech got some easy baskets, and it got away. And then basically they just kept the Cowboys at arm's length. Oklahoma State got it down to 12 early in the second half, but the Cowboys never threatened them. Uh, Oklahoma State had their worst shooting game of the year, but that's it. But it's they've not shot it well all year. Last night was just a little worse. But this is a team that has not shot it well. Uh, I don't know if the team will ever shoot it well. You just hope that at some point they can shoot it good enough. But that's not been the case for the most part this season. Well, and again, you ran into a red hot team in Tech. I mean, uh, you could make a case for them being the hottest team in the league right now. So you caught them at a bad time. And for you guys, uh, is is scoring, is offense an issue? looks like the most you've scored in a conference game this year is 64. It is, without a doubt. In fact, you know, you you take it a step further and look at sort of what's happened when we've lost. You know, we our, our losses, every single one of them so far, the seven games we've lost, are our seven worst offensive efficiency games. Just stack mm-hmm. them up, one right after the other. And, you know, defensively, in a lot of games, they've been good enough. Uh, you know, probably not last night. You know, Tech was, you know, right around 50% from the field. Got a lot of easy baskets in the second half. Made a lot of threes in the first half, which is not really what they typically do. But, you know, defensively, in many cases, they've been good enough. Offensively, it's just been a struggle. The team's shooting 29% from three. You know, and to kind of illustrate that a little bit further, kind of where they live, and and this is pretty unusual, at least I think it is. You know, they've not had a single player Oklahoma State scoring double figures in more than three straight games. Oh, wow. Not a one. Right. And they've only had three players that have done it in three in a row. So there hasn't been, you know, they're, they're a deep team. They play a lot of guys, but there's just not been any consistency in offensive production from anybody. And it kind of is, that's a, a little bit, that's a tough place to live, really. Dave, I hated to see the news in the offseason, uh, the NCAA sanctions against Oklahoma State. You can't play in postseason this year. Uh, it, how much of that is a factor? How does Coach Boynton address that and handle that? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, and we'll see as the year goes along, you know, is there any piling on effect of that? We'll just have to wait and see. And, you know, did it affect them in the non-conference? I, you know, I think it did. Coach Boynton talked about it on one of the radio shows that, you know, at times he just felt like he'd look out there and you could just kind of see it in their eyes that they, you could tell they just, there wasn't the same spark, hmm. even in some of the big non-conference games, there just wasn't the same spark because, you know, you're not talking to them about, you know, playing a, a, a team that's top 20 in the net, or this game could help you do this as far as your NCAA tournament positioning is concerned. There isn't any of that. So it's, it, it can, it can seem a bit hollow, I'm sure. And, you know, I, I think he's really just trying to convince the guys right now play for the conference championship. You know, I think that it did get better in that I think there was a bit of a turning of the page when conference play started. 
because now you've got something to play for. Yeah. Now you can try to win a regular season conference title. Of course, we found out last week, and this was not unexpected. It would have been highly unusual had they said that Oklahoma State could play in the conference tournament, and that was, uh, you know, that was put to bed once and for all that they won't, uh, and understandably so. But that's what they're chasing right now. But it, it, you're, you're in a tough position to try to chase that thing with uh, Kansas at home, Texas at home, and then this three-game road stretch. So it's a <laughs> tough way to start that journey and that endeavor that's for sure yeah really tough but a good win over texas in there i mean that was a really good win for you guys yeah it was it was interesting you know it was one of their better shooting games and you know really did a good job of making it tough on texas offensively defensively they were really good texas got nothing easy they never got into a rhythm i think marcus carr was held to six points their other guards really struggled uh they didn't have mitchell for that game which makes a difference for them certainly uh, but Oklahoma State was very, very good, and, and you know certainly one of their more complete games of the year, and the best win that they've had, uh, without a doubt. And they carried some momentum into the West Virginia game, you know, and and West Virginia was really physical with Oklahoma State, and and, and so that one didn't go quite as well. So, uh, but the Texas win was was the highlight for sure. Dave Hunziker, our guest, voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys, uh, Cowboys and Bears tomorrow, four o'clock in the Farrell Center. We look forward to that. Look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Uh, if you need, uh, you know, if you need to do a load of laundry or anything, you just let me know, and uh, and we'll help you out, okay, before the game tomorrow. But yeah, that sounds good. You sure. Know, so far, I, I think I'm going to make it. If we get home, I think I'll be okay. I won't tell you how much I've reused anything. Yeah, there you that's, go. That's nobody's business. <laughs> that's Super nobody's guy. business. <laughs> Dave, how about let's go to the Fiesta Bowl. What a yeah. great win for you guys on New Year's Day. We got to watch that as uh, we played the Sugar Bowl later that night, but Man, what a big win that was to beat Notre Dame. That was crazy. You know, same script as the championship game, except <laughs> in a little different style. I mean, got down 21 points and then scored right before halftime and scored quickly. And one of the things they felt like going into the game, you know, they were down 28-7 to for those that you know, may not have watched the game. And, and, but, but what happened just before half is they felt like playing fast on offense might give Notre Dame a lot of trouble. Early in the game, you know, Notre Dame was dominating. Then they went right down the field at the end of the first half, and I mean just went bam, 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 right down the field going fast, playing tempo. And so not only did you cut the lead to 14, I think it it sort of opened up the curtains for them to see very clearly that not only was tempo going to be effective, it was going to be highly effective. And so the Cowboys got the ball to start the second half. They kept playing fast offensively. Notre Dame wanted absolutely nothing to do with that and struggled mightily against it. I thought it might give them some trouble. I didn't think it would completely – I didn't think it completely really just ransacked them the way it did. They just had no answer for it. They just couldn't play at that pace. And so uh, they were able to get the lead and hold on and win. And, oh, it was, you know, the biggest comeback in school history. Yeah, yeah. Around 21 and, and – uh, you know, that's the way that team lived the whole year, John. They lived on the edge. Wow. I mean, that's, you know, they, they had, you know, down 13 at Boise. They were down 14 at Texas, and Texas had the ball inside the 25-yard line and late in the first half, about to go up 21. They get a pick six the other way to flip that game. You know, down nine to Oklahoma going to the fourth. Nearly rallied in the championship game against uh, your Baylor team, and uh, Baylor had a great stop at the end and then pulled it off against Notre Dame. So, yeah, I think they took some years off people's lives, but it was fun in the process. So I think they'll just say, hey, it's worth the trade. You know, I heard Mike Gundy say after that game, after the Fiesta Bowl win, biggest win in school history. And I thought, really? 
But then the more I thought about it, you know, the the you know the stage on a big stage like the Fiesta Bowl against an opponent like Notre Dame and the biggest comeback in school history, you know, man knows what he's talking about. You know, and, and when he said that too, I thought, okay, well let's 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 rewind a bit. Mm-hmm. You think of the Bedlam win in 2011 against mm-hmm. Oklahoma that won the conference title, the only regular season title for Oklahoma State. The Fiesta Bowl win that came a month later uh, over Stanford, which yeah. was a super high level game. But this was, you know, Notre, you know, when you play Notre Dame and you beat them in a big game and they're good, that's a whole different thing. I mean, it is the most iconic brand in the history of college football. And when they're good, it carries with it an, an immeasurable amount of weight nationally. And I think that's one of the things he was referring to. And then I think also, too, I think it also was a verification of what's been done here the last 20 years. I think it's happened to some degree in silence. A lot of people don't realize, for example, you know, Oklahoma State, <laughs> most people didn't know they have a better record in Notre Dame the last 20 years. That mm-hmm. was in my pregame show. Who has a better record the last 20 years? Oklahoma State does. Wow. That would shock most people nationally. Right. You would probably know it, but most people nationally wouldn't. It was just kind of like, okay, everybody knows, and people that follow it closely pretty much know how good Oklahoma State's been the last 20 years. But to beat Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl, rally from 21 points down, with all the eyeballs looking, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, you know what? Oklahoma State has been really, really good. This, You know, maybe they are as legit as some people say they are. So, yeah, you know how that goes. It's you know probably the same for you in the Sugar Bowl. And so it's a nice little exclamation point. And just kind of another big bullet in your talking points of, hmm. you know, this is why our program's been so good. Well, that's right. And, and I've always thought it's, it's huge to win your bowl game, you know, and take that momentum into the postseason right into spring. I mean, we've seen it here, the difference in losing a bowl game or winning it. And especially if you win it on a big stage against a really good opponent, I just think that's huge, uh, kind of a jump start for the next season. Yeah. And what it does for your, you know, especially a game, you know, like the one that you guys won or the one that OSU won because of the, the, you know, the stage and who you're playing and the fact it's a new year's day, new Year's six, it just energizes the entire program and everything around it from the players to the coaches, to the fans. I mean, you know, they leave with a euphoria about the previous season. So there's not like a lot of years where, you know, you win 10 games and if you don't finish well, it's like, oh, geez, oh, Pete, we were just lucky. We weren't that good. <laughs> and, you know, blah, you've heard it a million times. Like, ah, uh, we played somebody good and we're not any good. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah. which we all hear. And all fans feel that way. I mean, shoot, I say it too. I just don't say it on the radio sometimes. We all feel <laughs> that way. It's just being honest. But it's, uh, but when you win a game like that, it's everybody, it's, it's just the perk in everybody's step. Yeah. It, it, it's That's a right. big deal. All bowl games are big. When you win one like that, it just the mood is just so positive, and it and it carries through for all the months in between the seasons. Sure. Oh yeah, yep. Well, I'm glad that happened for you guys. I'm glad it happened for us too. So yeah, we'll uh, tee it up again, you know, in uh, in late August. Well, I'm glad you're here, and I uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Seriously, if you need anything, you give me a call, okay? But uh, no, look forward to seeing you at the Ferrell Center tomorrow. Yeah, why don't you text a picture of me to my wife and make sure she remembers who I am, just in case. You're a very valued person and uh, highly thought of, and she might, from you, she would probably believe something that you would say. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I might have you do that. Yeah, I'll do that for sure. Thank you, Dave. We'll see you tomorrow. 
Thank you, John. See you tomorrow. I appreciate it. That's Dave Hunziker, the great voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Cowboys in town to play Baylor tomorrow. We'll be on the air at 3.30, tip-off at 4, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tomorrow is uh, on the big ESPN tomorrow. So, again, uh, national kind of front stage, uh, front front page uh, uh, exposure for uh, Big 12 and Baylor and Oklahoma State coming up tomorrow. Looking forward to that. We appreciate Dave and John Holcomb in town for the broadcast uh, tomorrow on the Oklahoma State Cowboys Sports Network. Take a break. Back with more in just a moment. We'll look ahead. We'll have some birthdays. We'll wrap things up for the week and on a Friday. We're glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. They're on the web at thebaylorclub.com. You can give them a call at 254-710-8080. Told you yesterday about all all the uh, great events coming up uh, surrounding Baylor basketball games, even starting some dinner service at 4 p.m. So you can go by, eat at the Baylor Club, and then make it in time for the Baylor basketball game. There are a number of those coming up. There's even uh, one where you could go uh, to a uh, men's game, men's-women's doubleheader in the Farrell Center, and there's time to go to the Baylor Club in between. So check it all out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. If you have questions about the schedule to make reservations or to ask about membership, give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women stay on the road in Big 12 play, headed to Lawrence to play KU this Sunday. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday. Tune in to the new broadcast crew of Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm all season long for Baylor women's basketball on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes. Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. Hey, uh, stay tuned. Uh, Matt Mosley is coming up top of the hour. Uh, Already finished for the week on the air, at least. Uh, Tom Barfield and Ward White's weekday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. with game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley coming up at 4. Aaron, uh, what do you guys have in store between 
4 and 6 coming up this afternoon. We will hear from Chris Level, who does the, uh, he's the uh, color analyst for uh, Texas Tech basketball. He also does sideline reporting for Texas Tech football. And we'll talk with Kevin Longquist from SickUpSports.com about uh, Baylor football recruiting, Baylor men's and women's basketball. Sounds good. I think Baylor athletic related. There you go. Kevin's plugged in. Very good. So that's coming up between 4 and 6 this afternoon with Matt Mosley. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Mentioned some uh, some birthdays to you today on this, what is it, 13th, 14th day of uh, January. It's Ahmad Washington's birthday. Ahmad, former uh, Baylor football letterman. Happy birthday to him. Uh, I think Ahmad is now out at the uh, Methodist Children's Home here in Waco, or he was recently, uh, doing great work there. So happy birthday and blessings on Ahmad Washington. Todd Crawford's birthday today, another former Baylor football letterman. Happy birthday to Todd. And uh, third in a row, it's Philip Ward's birthday today. Happy birthday to Philip out in West Texas, uh, uh, former Baylor football letterman from a, a few days ago, but uh, still very proud out there in the Midland area of his Baylor roots. Happy birthday to Philip Ward as well. It's Ben Ship's birthday down in uh, Belton, UMHB. Uh, happy birthday to uh, to Ben, formerly at UMHB. And I think that is it on my list. Aaron, anybody to add to the birthday list? I have a few today. Uh, actor Carl Weathers turns 74, probably best known for his role in the uh, first three Rocky movies before he was killed by Ivan Drago yeah. in the fourth one. He was a great character. In that he movie. was. Yeah. He was. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, director Steven Soderbergh, um, who's won, who's been nominated for uh, Best Director um, Academy Awards multiple times for Traffic and Aaron Brockovich. He turns 59 today. LL Cool J turns 54. And Jason Bateman, oh, Jason Bateman turns 53. He's been obviously in a thousand different movies. Yeah. Did you ever watch Ozark? I do watch Ozark. I yeah. haven't seen the new season yet. Okay. I ha- okay. I'm not caught up. That's uh, that's on the weekend plans. Gotcha. But I love that series. It's yeah. been really, really good the first three seasons. And I know season four came out last week. And I will be watching the entire 10-episode season <laughs> of hour-long episodes. Just binge them, huh? Over the weekend. Yeah. I mean, probably three or four Saturday and then the right. rest Sunday. Right. But, yeah, I'm going to – I'm gonna. that is uh, – on the to-do list this weekend. I, I just think about that because of Jason Bateman, you know, being one of the lead characters. But he's been in so many other things. I mean, yeah. so many other movies. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, in the Horrible Bosses movies. And uh, obviously, though, right now, probably uh, best known uh, for being the lead actor in Ozark. Which, yeah. by the way, if you've got Netflix and you haven't seen it, it's great. Watch it. Yeah. It's it's dark. It's a little dark. It is. Language it is. is not good. I'll right. tell you that. Yeah, it's about. But, I mean, the basic premise is he's an accountant and he's laundering money for drug dealers. Yeah, so exactly. You pretty much know that it's not going to be right. A family friendly show. Yeah. So if that sounds interesting to you, that's the show for you. Right. Yeah. If, if it does, you will really really like it. I like it, and you you watch it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, again, the language is terrible, but it <laughs> right. it, it really it, it is good. It's well done. Uh, it's well produced. Yes, it is. It's 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 a really really good show. So 
Uh, Jason Bateman turns 53. Dave Grohl, founder, lead singer of the Foo Fighters and mm. former Nirvana drummer, mm. turns 53 today. And that's it, but a pretty pretty uh, extensive list compared to my usual list. I know, exactly. <laughs> a lot of important people born <laughs> today. made the birthday list. Hey. Very good. Let me backtrack, and there's a couple of important ones that I missed today. Uh, it is Scott McDowell's birthday. Scott here in Waco, and uh, one of the, if not the biggest Baylor fan around. So happy birthday to Scott. He is always tuned in. He is always uh, at every event he can possibly go to. So uh, it's it's an honor to say happy birthday to Scott McDowell today. Scott, I hope you have a great birthday today. And uh, it's my cousin, uh, Ken Hopkins' birthday today. Ken lives up in Charlotte, North Carolina, and we're about the same age. He's a few months, uh, well, from now, from today, uh, January 14th to August, older than me. Ken was a standout uh, athlete growing up in high school and then in college, I think I may have told you this story before. Uh, he went to college at Moorhead State in uh, Moorhead, Kentucky, and he was the uh, number two quarterback there. Just couldn't unseat the starting quarterback at Moorhead State. It was some guy named Phil Sims. Yeah, Phil Sims was the starting quarterback at Moorhead State, and he, Kenny was his backup. Yeah. His analysis is okay, but he annoys me to no end when he does NFL broadcasts. Just really? that voice, you know, it's kind of nasally. He's yeah. like, well, Jim, <laughs> you know, he, he didn't feel the pressure coming and uh, should have stepped up in the pocket. I'm just like, ugh. ugh. He's a good quarterback. Had a good career, though. Good playing career. And he played for a terrible franchise. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, all that to say, my cousin Ken was uh, the backup to uh, – Phil Sims at Moorhead State. Happy birthday to Ken up there in Charlotte, North Carolina. We got to find a time to get together. We got to play a game up there somewhere uh, close to Charlotte so we can get together. That'd be fun. What colleges are around Charlotte? I don't, I'm not even familiar. Um, I mean, obviously UNC Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, UNC Charlotte is right there, but that's kind of in that triangle where not too far away. Well, it's about an hour and a half. Uh, Wake Forest, Duke, North Carolina. North Carolina. All of those are probably within a 90-mile radius of Charlotte. Yeah, that's what people outside of Texas don't realize a lot. Yeah. You know, how really how big Texas is. Yeah. Because, like you said, you can get to all three of those in an hour and a half. And I'm like, if we drive an hour and a half from Waco, we're getting to Austin or Dallas. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> and then they look on the map and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's a big state. Yeah. It's like uh, Rob Sellers texting me. Rob is uh, driving to uh, Artesia, New Mexico. And <laughs> along the way, they clip Colorado and Wyoming before they you know, get and settle into New Mexico. But a big chunk of that is all in the state of Texas. Yeah, just just traveling through that part of the state is probably the, big, the sure. longest part of the journey. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's amazing that... That part is longer than crossing the next two states. I know. Isn't that wild? <laughs> it really is. So, happy birthday, Ken Hopkins up in Charlotte, North Carolina. All right, uh, remind you again, Baylor basketball on the air tomorrow on the air at 3.30, tip-off at 4, right here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's Baylor in Oklahoma State. Uh, did you realize that uh, before the loss to Tech on Tuesday, Baylor's last loss – 305 days earlier was to Oklahoma State in the Big 12 tournament. Remember that? In the second round of the Big 12 tournament last year, 
Turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Knocked Baylor out of the tournament, but gave them some time to practice. They stayed in, in Kansas City and practiced for two or three or four days and then made their way to, uh, to Indianapolis for the NCAA tournament and then were uh, bubbled in there the rest of the time. But uh, that was Baylor's loss, and Baylor went 305 days between losses. Now, I know part of that was the offseason. I understand. But still, 305 days from uh, the middle of March last year to, to uh, January, what, 11th this year. So long span there, and Baylor looks to uh, start another winning streak against Oklahoma State tomorrow in the Farrell Center. Hope you can be there for the game coming up tomorrow. And then the Baylor women continue. They are back on the road. They're headed to Lawrence to play KU on Sunday afternoon, 1.30 airtime, 2 o'clock tip-off. Here on ESPN Central Texas for Baylor and KU, Big 12 Women's Basketball Sunday, and television on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus on Sunday for the Bears and the Jayhawks Women's Basketball from Lawrence. Uh, Track and field, we told you, running in Lubbock uh, all day tomorrow. Women's tennis, they are in Las Vegas to play today and tomorrow. And men's tennis has had their first three matches of the spring postponed due to uh, health and safety protocols. That was a doubleheader tomorrow in the SMU match on the SMU match on uh, Monday. So that's it. You're up to date. That's, uh, that's really everything that's going on in Baylor athletics right now. Competition-wise, uh, there are some other things going on <laughs> behind the scenes, but there, that's uh, competition-wise everything that's going on. We're going to move out of here and hope everyone has a great weekend. Lord willing, we'll talk to you on Monday. But right now, Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here. The Matt Mosley Show is next on ESPN Central Texas. Boy, you nailed that, John. This is the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions. The top-ranked Bears back in action Saturday in the Farrell Center hosting the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. 3.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 4 p.m. tip-off Saturday for the Bears and the Cowboys. Baylor Big 12 basketball with Pat and John all season long right here on ESPN Central Texas.